The Sunday Show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. We want to welcome you back. Uh, we certainly appreciate that uh, you uh, are joining us this Sunday. And we want to take this opportunity to thank Derek and uh, Derek McGarry State Farm Insurance for their sponsorship and all that he does for the community. So we appreciate all that you do, Derek. Um, Thanks, Derek. So now, you know, we're, we've been on a little bit of the topic of guns. And uh, we just want to r- briefly go into something. You know, if everybody knowing what's been going on around um, these mass shootings, uh, we had the one in, in, in just take the ones in the last two months the one in buffalo um where you had a gunman go up there and kill 10, 10 african americans in a supermarket and then of course everybody knows about uvalde um where it killed uh, 19 young kids and uh four um uh, four teachers uh, well three teachers and, and mm-hmm. one of the husbands of uh, one of the teachers uh died from uh, heartbreak and um you know it's just been mass shooting after mass shooting uh, we know about the one in Highland Park, Chicago, uh, where we lost, there was seven people killed there. Um, and all these weapons um, that are used in these particular ones are AR-15s. Now, I, I recognize there are a lot of gun people out there who uh, um, they're just, they just love their guns, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. But um, there is a situation where um, there's got to be something done about, uh, about these uh uh, these weapons of, of mass destruction that are in the hands of civilians. Well, the state of California, um, and everybody, you know, they talk about California um, because they're a little bit more open um, on a lot of things. And uh, so, you know, they point their fingers there to say, hey, you know, California, all oh, you guys are strange. But the one thing that California has done is say that the governor has signed into law that people who are victims of gun violence. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if you've been in a mass shooting and you managed to survive, God bless you, whatever, whatever it is. But if you've been a victim of a mass shooting um uh, you have the ability to start suing the firearm manufacturers mm-hmm. now you do know that in the united states that every business every medical business every product manufacturing business uh, whatever business there is in the united states can be sued if there is some issue in regards to negligence or whatever the case may be. Now, there's only one group that can't be sued, and that's gun manufacturers. And uh, they had that set up uh, through the NRA and, unfortunately, through the United States Congress Hmm. where they couldn't do that. Well, the state of California has taken a step further and says, no, we're going to allow people to be able to sue gun manufacturers. So know that there has been a case here lately. I do believe it was around the uh, Sandy Hook uh, massacre that, that had occurred in, in 2012, where another gun manufacturer settled out of court uh, with those individuals. Um, there's some 74 million, I believe, that came out of that. But the gun manufacturer, the, the the governor of the state, has signed in the law that people can start to sue. Uh, these uh, gun manufacturers for um, 
for for you know for 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 the damages um, that, mm-hmm. that that takes place because of this. Now, you know, California. Interesting to see what the magnitude of that. Though. Right, it would be. Um, yeah. It's going to open up a lot of cases, and a lot of case law is going to be uh, discussed about that. Because you know, like I said earlier, two thousand five, federal gun um, federal law protects the gun manufacturers and dealers from lawsuits uh, when the weapons are produced uh, and are used to commit crimes. And so this is going further to say no we're going to hold you responsible for having if you want to market these weapons uh, and sell them out in the open then we're going to hold you responsible for some of the things that take place when because you you have done what you've done now <laughs> looking at looking to the right with texas mm-hmm. <laughs> Hmm. What would that look like to us as a proposal? <laughs> yeah, no. now you know, unfortunately in Texas that would never take place. Um, you know, the Republican legislature in Texas was ne- would never allow that to take place because one, they're deep into the manufacturer's pockets without any question. But well, many would argue this is a part of what this is 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 the is the the NRA is being paid and the amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so any shift in that would affect with you know would affect financially right so then it's just deal with it how you deal with it yeah. which is we're seeing but clearly you know this is opening the door um to allow the victims of these mass shootings and unfortunately you know there's and i think that there's so many that have taken place over the last 20 years that people are becoming numb to them now. When you hear on TV, oh, okay, we got another one again. And it's tragic. Um, you know, and, and here the last three to four that's taken place have been young people. People are 18 years old. They're going in to buy these weapons and they're just but again, havoc. you know, what we were just talking all things go together. Yeah. You know, the mental capacity, because the detailing of each of these, even for us, is very overwhelming. It's mm-hmm. a lot to encompass and a lot to break down, a lot to consider, even when you um, look at it and say, okay, so what does that mean for us? Mm-hmm. What does that mean for me when I leave my home? That in itself is mental, right? right? Exactly. Um, those that have been affected that is mental. That's I know right. a family right here in town uh, went to New Orleans yeah. and were just driving, just driving by mm-hmm. and um, pretty much almost would have been victims of gun violence. gun violence. But they shot and shot the windows of their vehicle. Mm-hmm. They have two young boys under the age of 10. Mm. They have to go to therapy because, you know, it's like PTSD. Right. Uh, they have trouble sleeping, you know, and it's because one, they're in shock that it happened, right? Um, you know, and no, they're not victims per se. Mm-hmm. But again, that's mental. That's mental. That's mental for the victims uh, yeah. or those that were. They're still to me considered victims, even if you were not directly that's right. shot. If you're directly shot, um, but even who is on the other side of the barrel? Okay. You know, what is causing you to do? You know, and it's just like with um, the shooter with Uvalde. They saw signs and they, there was evidence. Right. You know, that there was a cry for help. Just, just like the shooter in Highland Park. They saw signs. This guy was on social media. They showed signs of this young person. And he's been in trouble with the law already. Right. And so, you know, he made up his mind to go ahead. And, you know, they 
got him dressed up as a female and he went out and he found a, a weapon that he could perch right on top of there and he knew exactly what he was going to well, do. Well, and to be clear, he dressed as a female in, in the situation. That's correct. And part of the plan to disguise himself. To disguise himself, himself so yeah. he could blend in. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And so, but it... It was. It shows that the intent was there to right. harm people, right? And Which was a choice, right? But his mindset, even with making that choice, right? You know, and as it is locally, we say, well, there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Something, something's up yeah. because this has become habitual. You know, whether it's the same person or there's a, a gathering of. Because we're also seeing uh, what is the terminology that's being used? Gang. Well, there's a term. There's a term being used. When they see a grouping of individuals when an incident occurs Mm -hmm. and you're seeing um, it it be um, repetitive, especially in Texarkana, Mm -hmm. it's called and if you call 903-794-1047, if you know the term that I'm trying to recall, Mm -hmm. um, but it has to do with like groups, gang groups of gang activity or Mm -hmm. something is what they're calling it. Mm -hmm. So. Traditionally, there's some criteria or there's something that, you know, gives the designation that if there's six, eight, ten, I don't know, just as with the incidents with the fireworks mm-hmm. occurred, mm-hmm. it's it's pinned in that situation right. as well. Mm-hmm. Well, if there's more than definitely three people and a, and a crime occurs, mm-hmm. um, they're calling it gang activity. Mm-hmm. See, right. so <laughs> there again, but the intent, you know. Intent has a choice. Choice has intent. Right. But where is your mind exactly when you make that choice to do this? And so, you know, we're hoping that, um, w- again, th- this is just going to open the door uh, for a lot of things um, that's going to take place. Um, naturally, you know, there are going to be uh, many law debates uh, behind this. The gun manufacturers are not going to sit down on this lightly um, without any question. I'm sure that it will reach the district courts, then it will go to federal courts, and then eventually go to Supreme Court um, with these decisions that's going to take place here. And there's going to be some effect um, because of it. But it's the opportunity to try to get some understanding and make them make gun manufacturers responsible for the advertisement and uh, allowing the, the, that these things are something that people need to carry or want to carry uh, or want to have. I mean, because we can't emphasize enough about the violence that's taking place mm-hmm. um, in the United States around these weapons. I mean, it's just so you have the pressures on <laughs> um, President Joe Biden, of course, <laughs> you know, and he is also facing other um, accountability stakes. The presidential executive order, mm-hmm. uh, which is speaking of the women's march protests mm-hmm. uh, to marching to protect a woman's right to choose, yep. took place in cities around America Saturday. Yep, um, <laughs> I was out of town and traffic was stopped, and we were, like, "What's going on?" You know, because. Um, it's not very well announced. I mean, you get it's in not. where you fit in. Yeah. Um, but um, the executive order was signed, and it includes the expansion of access to emergency contraception mm-hmm. and long-acting reversible contraception. 
the advancement of outreach and public education efforts on mm-hmm. abortion, the expansion of privacy for consumers and patients mm-hmm. who seek reproductive services, the protection of mobile clinics deployed mm-hmm. to provide care for out-of-state patients. Mm-hmm. In his speech, he called out the Supreme Court ruling, of course, that was reversed, Roe versus Wade. Yep. And uh, we have some frustration among protesters, and they've only been protesters. Yes. Right? Because, um, you know, there's a plea that Joe Biden needs to codify Roe v. Wade. And the most effective way is for Congress to pass a law. Exactly. And um, so we are kind of in the waiting room on that one. Right. I mean, and people have to understand, you know, it's easy to sit here and try to point the fingers and say that President Biden uh, should do something more. But you have to understand how government works. Okay. There are three branches. (laughs) There are three three branches. branches. But wait. So in leadership, Mm -hmm. there's a leader prior to you. Yep. And there's one after you. That's correct. And we often will hear stated in leadership books that the true mark of a leader is found after he has exited or has moved on. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're talking about the effects of what was done. That's correct. (laughs) So just marinate on that. There is a little bit of inheritance there while trying to mobilize and stabilize Mm -hmm. in the now. So, you know, again, this didn't just occur. No, it didn't. (laughs) It's been been in the works for quite some time. But, you know, the important thing is you got to understand that Congress has got to be the one to create and make these laws. And, of course, the executive branch signs it also into law. But the fact of the matter is it's got to be done, which means that the representatives that you send up there to represent you has to have your values. Mm -hmm. Important part of trying to go out and vote. So if you if you want these changes to take place and listen um, everybody has their opinion Mm -hmm. on uh, Roe versus Wade Um, they're pro-lifers I'm sure they're listening to this program as well as pro-choice who are listening to this program. That's not the debate it's about what it is that you're going to do to help Mm -hmm. protect women's rights to choose and whatever side you sit on you know it's important to understand that i mean now you hear um you you know he's trying to make the executive orders where you could try to but he can only go so far and so they're trying to make it so where you could be protected if you decide that you're going to travel from a state that no longer has the ability to have abortion that you can go to another state they're trying to make sure those things are protected they're trying to do everything they can but again it's all about the legislative branch doing what they have to do in order to codify and making this law so it can protect women's rights. And the pressure is felt. Voting rights, police reform, extending the uh, Build Back Better programs, yep. and then as we're talking about women's productive rights. Yep. Now, Mr. Biden, President Biden does not have the support that he needs. No. I think the last report I saw from the Associated Press, I mean, he's down like 46%. And de- the Democratic, Democratic population... Um, the percentages are showing do not want him back as a returning leader. That's correct. As we move into voting season. And so if not Joe, who? Right. Is the question. Right. But see, again, you know, they're, because they put a lot of hope into uh, President Biden, especially mm-hmm. Senator, mm-hmm. who was in the office prior to him. And everybody knows that he was a disaster, um, the, the former do president. They? Oh yeah, they do. And listen, if you haven't been paying attention, if you if you looked at ten minutes of the January sixth hearings, you recognize that. But mm. if you 
know how government works. He can't do it by himself. Cannot. He cannot do it by himself. And so you got to give him some help. Now, you know, you could criticize the president for many things, but you can't criticize the president for not being able to change the laws because that's not the power that they possess. That power belongs to the legislative branch, Congress. Okay? Those are the ones. Congress makes the laws, the president signs the laws, and enforces the laws interprets the laws and so if you understand how it works you got to know that congress is the one and congress is made up all those people who represent you and your values if you don't get out there and do what you're supposed to do and 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 get the people in there to represent who you are then these are the results that you're going to get and so you can't get upset with the president about not being able to do certain things, his hands are tied. He's not—he's not like some uh, like some of the people who have possessed that office think that you know I have exact uh, absolute power. That's not true. That's not how it was generated. And that's not how it was developed. They—they all co-equal branches, and they all work in simultaneously with each other to to get the things done. The thing is, you got to give the people in there to help assist him. Now, I recognize that, you know, with everything that's going on between inflation and these gas prices and food prices and Mm -hmm. all the stuff that's going on, these are things that are not in his control, okay? He doesn't have control over gas, and people don't understand that. You know, you go to these gas pumps and you see these little stickers on there where President Biden pointed his finger and says, I did that. That's, that's Mm -hmm. That's not true. He doesn't have any power over that. What you should be upset about is all the oil-producing countries that do it, like OPEC and the United States and Russia and Saudi and all the rest of them who are trying to keep the production of oil down because they want to keep the profits up because they lost so much money when the pandemic took place. So, I mean, you know, you got to understand how these things work. And so when you when people take this time to sit here and say, oh, well, you know what, President Biden, he's just doing an awful job. You don't understand how it works and so when you get that understanding then you could probably say okay you know what we need to start pointing the fingers in the right direction we need to get on these companies mm-hmm. that are saying okay mm-hmm. it's okay for you to um gouge people at the pump because <laughs> see um what people fail to realize is that when you buy when oil when oil is purchased um in uh, barrels, crude crude oil is purchased in barrels. Now, this crude oil, for instance, t- let's just say today's July, right? Mm-hmm. It's July. The crude oil for August and for September has already been purchased back in March or April, mm-hmm. April and May. Mm-hmm. So could they do what's called oil futures. Right. So they already purchased the crude for those next months that's coming ahead. So now they purchased those at $90 a barrel. Well, now, the gas prices, they jacking it up where it's over $110 a barrel. So these companies are saying, okay, well, you know, we just got a shortage of supply. So because supply is down and demand is up, we got to jack up the price. That's not where you purchased it at. <laughs> Mark has so, a now, strong feeling about this. But deal. you know, you didn't you didn't purchase you didn't purchase it at that. So now you're trying to gouge the American public and make up for profits that you lost because the world had to slow down for two years. No, that's not right. And now, so and people say, oh, you know what? You know, President Biden, it's his fault. These guys, no, it's not. It's the greed of the United States 
and these these oil companies mm-hmm. who are saying, "Hey, um, we need to put some more money back in our pockets because we lost for about two years." So, 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 you know, we need to stop this foolishness. Everybody want to sit around and talk about, "Oh, well, you know, these gas prices they're so high." Yeah, they're high because I pay them too. They're high, but the reason why they're high is not because of what the president is doing; it's because of the greed of the oil company. Cost, cost, cost. Speaking of cost and effect. Notice I said cost and effect. What do you need to know about student loan forgiveness? Uh-oh. Listen, there is nothing wrong with asking. No. Right? Please. Call the number. Here's what, you, you know, you, we talk about the 120 payments. There's a form that you should have filled out. And through that, you either had a reduced payment monthly to pay or there are those that went under a certain um payment plan where you're not really paying anything so Mm -hmm. your monthly payment is zero each month however it fell or even if there were gap months please do yourself a favor call the phone number and at least ask the worst they can do is say no No. money available but you are seeing even before one is calling and submitting the information that um, your student loans are being paid off please check your credit report please log into the the financial aid portal your loans may have been sold to another funder yep. call that get to know who that funder is yep. call that funder fill out the form go to your past employers get them to sign the forms send it in and wait for a decision to be made I promise you I reassure you there is the least that you can do is approach the bench and ask yep. That deadline is approaching November 2023. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with more of The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. Hey, I'm Dee Dee Woods for KTOY. We're taking the cash vault out again. Tomorrow, July 18th from 10 to 1, we'll be at Metal Mart. I-30, Leary Exit. Come down the access road and that's where you'll find the cash vault. And you'll get your chance to put in your six single-digit numbers if you can crack the code to win $200,000. Join us tomorrow, 10 to 1, at Metal Mart. I-30, Leary Exit, down the access road. We're your $200,000 cash vault station all summer long. KTOY. It's football season, and that means getting together to catch the game. But you know, when the game gets going, the drinks start flowing. And that's okay, because I always make a plan to get home safe before the action and the drinking begin. Don't wait until the game is over. Plan a sober ride before you drink, because a DWI could cost you thousands of dollars in fines and fees, jail time, and you could lose your license. Make your game plan so you don't go to jail. Sponsored by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and this station. Most insurance ads end at competitive rates, as if that was all that matters. As your local insurance agent, that's just where we begin. We offer you personalized advice and service along with competitive rates. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. Now back to the Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. The Public Service uh, Student Loan Forgiveness 
program, please uh, call the 1-800 financial aid phone number, get in contact with the representative and be directed on where your loans are in an effort to fill out the forms that they will also send you via text and or email. Fill it out. Uh, make sure that you get the verification of your present employers and to go and locate your past to get them to sign. Submit the form and wait on an answer. It's that simple. Please do it. Um, there are some that have been immediately wiped um, from accounts. But you want to know now is the time. Again, that deadline is approaching November 2023. Okay. Now, on behalf of LaMoya Burks and myself and all the great and wonderful people here at Texas County Radio Center, thank you for being our listeners and for being kind enough to tune in to the Sunday show. Remember, you are listening to KTOY 1047 FM, the station that cares about the quality of your life, the soul of the city. And in case you want to hear the show again, it will be rebroadcast at 6 p.m. this evening on our sister station, KTOY Gospel 105.9 FM. And podcasts of this show and all other shows are available online at KTOY1047.com. Listen. We know that it's hot and it's summer and you've been traveling, but if you want to appear on the Sunday show, please contact me at 903-794-1047 or 903-244-3997. And I will accept your text because I don't want to miss you or contact Mark at 903-276-1899. And I would like to accept your text as well. Please keep in mind that we prefer to schedule guests at least a month in advance. And again, we want to be clear. The welcome is extended for all. Um, how we get you into the station all has to do with the process of when we schedule guests. Everyone is welcome. Yes. We hope you enjoyed us, and we will look to see you again next week for yet another edition of The Sunday Show. Have a great week and be safe. Bye-bye.